Hello, I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a Calvinist episode of... But But That's that's a a Different Story. Headlines. Where we bring you the most interesting headlines from across the globe and expand on them for you, the dear listener. Now let us hear today's headline. Harmless Huguenot Harnesses Hornet Hormones. You like history, Ronald? Hmm. I'd say next to philosophy, it's my favorite subject. Oh, really? What do you know of the Huguenots? Well, I constantly get them confused with the Argonauts. Oh, and Jason's astronauts. Game, right? That's true. The ones that defeated that Cyclops? Oh, yes. Chummed up with old Triton? Or, not Triton. <laughs> Neptune. That guy. Poseidon? I believe so, yes. Uh, were the Argonauts around for the Sirens? I want to say they were. Mm. So R.I.P. to those that did not resist the Sirens' call. Mm. But, no. no, the Huguenots, as we all know, were a French Protestant group of the 16th through 17th centuries, largely Calvinist, who suffered severe persecution at the hands of the Catholic majority, and many thousands Ah, immigrated to France. Those Huguenots, I see. Yes, Yes, of course. they're one and the same. Anyway, one of them, Guy de la Font, back in the day, this is making headlines now, because this historical records have just popped up from this. Uh, mm. Back in the day, he uh, he was a, a little kind of timid guy, Guy de la Font. And, uh, you know, no luck with the ladies. Constantly getting strong-armed by other Huguenots. Bigger Huguenots. Huger Huguenots, if you will. And he's so disappointed. He does not live up to the huge in Huguenot's name. Mm. Um, he wants to get swole. Uh, <laughs> so, Guy de la Font is somewhat of a scientist, as much as you could be in the 16th and 17th centuries. Lots of guesswork. And he thought, well, I'm so timid and feckless and... You know, try, he's trying to think of the, the angriest animal he can think of. What's the angriest animal you could think of, Ronald? Besides, hmm. of course, the Tasmanian devil. Not him. Uh, Doesn't count cartoon. Oh, fine. Okay. Um, I would say a snapping turtle. They're pretty angry, I guess. I mean, part of the name. They snap at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Not like those, their cousins, the jazz snapping turtles that give cool little... <laughs> Smoking their little waterproof cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> Tiny burrette. Some bongos. <laughs> well, speaking of berets, this Guy de la Fon, um, known to wear one, 
Well, he worked. But before there were jazz snapping turtles, there were hornets. Hmm. Which he figured oh. the angriest of the animals because of their nasty stings. Yes, one of the few times you want someone to come at you but first. You don't want someone to come at you but you don't want a hornet to come at you but first. No, no, but I mean other times someone someone comes at you but first, it might be okay. Yeah, time for some grind. Um, yeah, so yeah. he, oh, so he, make uh, that pepper, <laughs> that pepper. <laughs> yeah. grate that Parmesan at Olive Garden, keep it coming, I'll tell you when, <laughs> whole damn pole of parm, bowl of parm, <laughs> just leave it, leave it at the table, <laughs> that's what I say. They come up as you shut your mouth, leave it at the table, I'll be taking this. <laughs> Bring more if you got it. Yeah. Find more if you don't. <laughs> um, cheese everywhere. <laughs> There's a, I, I'm a mess. They hate me there. There's a trail I, as I leave, as I'm escorted out. <laughs> oh, I know it. I take one of their breadsticks and hollow it out and give the old Scarface treatment. Okay, that could have gone two different ways. (laughs) 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 Um, No, but uh, Guy Delafont, though he does love his Parmesan, too weak to grind it to grate it oh so he gets a bunch of hornets catches him with annette uh his sister annette mm-hmm. yes they devise a hornet capture device <laughs> they put a bunch of honey <laughs> in a box Wait for the hornets to come. They don't come. Hornets don't care for honey. (laughs) They rack their brains trying to figure out what hornets like. Finally, they just uh, put on chain mail Hmm. and uh, go up to a hornet hive, grab it, stick it, put it in a box. So now he's got a, a hive of hornets to work with, and he starts experimenting. This was nasty stuff. You know, they they weren't um, so uh, ethics conscious about their scientific fact findings in the 16th and 17th centuries. Um, Plucking wings, pulling legs, poking eyes. Yeah, to these poor hornets. And uh, so... They would paint... Some of them all black, some all yellow. See what would happen. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is, they even started making little clothes for them. Put on, uh, you know, they would make clothes out of other hornets and make the other hornets wear it. That's where they get the name Yellow Jacket from. Ooh, twisted. Yeah. But eventually, through all of this trial and error, he develops a serum 
And the serum, it's, you know, it just, it, HGH, Hornet Growth Hormone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a real buddy love situation. He goes from being this tiny guy, takes a couple drops of serum, biceps, bulge, smock, torn, shredded, pecs bursting through his tunic. Um, little brown pantaloons shredded also on the floor, standing there damn naked and beefed up. Beefed up. <laughs> yeah. So after he goes and finds some appropriately sized clothes, oof, better watch out, big Huguenots that messed with him. That's true. He went down to the local tavern where the Huguenots before were making fun of him, calling him a wee little twerp. <laughs> Uh, pulling up his underwear. Over his head. Yes. All the way under his chin. Oof. You know how bad that is? Ouch. You know how often they washed back then? Hardly at all. Yeah. Imagine that. Oh, covering your face. Oh, terrible. Awful. And he had terrible IBS. <laughs> Part of the reason he was... Hoping this growth hormone would solve that problem, too. And it did. Solid BMs after that. (laughs) (laughs) If only they had invented soft serve back then. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde Quarters. Hind Quarters. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He, uh, yeah, gave his own little hunchbacks of Notre Dame (laughs) in the the water closet. But yeah. His own gargoyles. So he's going around terrorizing this town, you know, punching people, throwing people through tavern windows. Smashing glasses over their head, running up to them, running circles around them, and buzzing incessantly. (laughs) Yeah. Skin turned yellow also. That's part of it, too. Everyone thought he they're thinking, who's this giant jaundiced man coming after me? He was a terror, a terror of the town. And, uh, yeah, everything was going great for him. (laughs) everything he always wanted everyone's terrified of him no one can look him in the eye free bread everywhere he goes (laughs) even at the places where it's listed as an appetizer that you pay for free bread they bring it to him free so we don't want any trouble here sir this is on the house Um, and there were some ladies who you know thought he was a, a bad boy yeah and they followed him around yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, you know, and then he started getting some of his other uh, 
friends this lesser doses. He needed to be the main big dog, but he gave some of his other twerpy friends some this, and then, you know, he was kind of like the leader of the group. I won't say their name, but uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they ran the town after that. But, you know, it's kind of like a real entourage situation. Um, speaking of turtles. <laughs> yes, they did have an agent who uh, tried to, you know, rebrand their image. Uh, try to make them look better. Try to book them in better, bigger towns. Yes, to terrorize them. <laughs> yes. This roving band of huge Huguenots. All yellowed up. <laughs> but the, the other towns wouldn't take them. No, no, no. They, they would go to a town and they'd, it was that uh, real Monty Python situation where they would stand at the wall and hurl insults at them. Um, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's just getting to a, a point. And finally, Annette couldn't take it anymore. She pleads with him, Guy Delopon, please stop. This is too much. We can't take it anymore. The town is terrorized. Babies being left at the hospital because the mothers ran away for fear that you might come walking down the line at the hospital. They do that. They would go to the sick ward. And to start picking on people. <laughs> they were not. Yes, nice. they had. They would. Yeah, after they had picked on all the big tough guys, they went on down to the small weak lads, becoming that which they once hated. But so, Annette, what did Annette do? What did Annette do? She pleaded. And she herself made a bee serum. Mm-hmm. And. This bee serum didn't work and she died. Turns out she was allergic to bees. Oh, no. <laughs> this broke Guy de Lafont's heart into a thousand yellow pieces. Literally, he died, dropped dead. I think it was the HGH. <laughs> the measurements were not exact. So, I don't know. They found these big bones in uh, France. <laughs> and that was the story behind them. Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Follow us on Instagram at But That's a Podcast. Email us your headlines, questions, and comments at But That's a Different Story at gmail.com. And be sure to join us again next time for another episode of But That's a Different Story.